Welcome back to our Total Sense Bite Size episodes. I'm Tom Henske, and I'm here to help parents teach their kids about money. Today, I'll be preparing you for your next money dinner time conversation with your kids. In this short episode, I'll give you a few questions to help prompt the conversation. Nothing more, just some helpful questions to ask, and I'll also give you some of the responses you're likely to hear. This should be enough to help pique their curiosity about money. You are simply stopping the trend of money being a taboo topic in the household. You're not trying to claim that you're money smart yourself. You're not trying to make them a financial guru. You're just getting the conversation going to open their minds. Let's jump right in. Today is my favorite topic, teaching your kids to save. By far the most important topic of things that we'll cover, not the first, but the most important. The goal is to teach them how to save and also just to make it a habit that they're going to take with them the rest of their lives. As a financial advisor, I've seen some pretty successful people and what makes them successful financially is not the rate of return that they're getting on their investment portfolio, but just the fact that they've made a habit of saving, they save on a regular basis, and they've accumulated enough money to get compounding so that it becomes something substantial in the future. The mistake is focusing first on the rate of return and not the amount of money that they're saving. So what we're gonna talk about is this skill of saving, which is not necessarily an innate talent, but something that they're gonna to have to learn, and that's what we're gonna to do today. So first things first, let's set up the conversation for that evening, and I would recommend that you go to the show notes because we're going to have some pictures that you might actually wanna use at dinner tonight. Here's how you start the conversation with them. We wanna have a pretty grown-up conversation about money tonight with you. Specifically, how important it is to save. Here's the little secret that most people don't know about. To be financially successful, it's more important to actually save than the rate of return that you get on your investment portfolio. So let's start with step one, make it into a game. Here's the question I want you to ask your kids. I'm going to give you two different scenarios and I want you to tell me which of these people had more money by the time they were age 65. Was it Samantha who started at age 25, she was able to put away $10,000 per year and she did that until she was age 40. So she invested a total of $150,000 and then that just compounded until she was age 65. Or was it Paul? Now, Paul got a little bit later jump on things. He didn't start saving until he was 35, but he put that same $10,000 away until he was age 65, so that was 30 years, and he put away $300,000. Which of them, assuming that they both got the same rate of return of, let's say, 6%, which of them had more money at age 65? Now, you're going to stop here and let your kids just talk about it in dialogue. What are the, what's the thought process that they go through in calculating their answer? And then what you're going to do is you're either going to tell them or even take out the picture from the show notes that shows that Samantha actually had more money than Paul at age 65. She had a million dollars and Paul had accumulated $800,000. Now, both are great. When you think about it, Samantha saved half the amount of money that Paul did, but because she got going earlier, she wound up having significantly more money than he did at age 65. 
Now, this is an example of the power of compound interest that we'll talk about later, but what you need to know is that compound interest works best when you get the money into the account early and have it start working for you. Samantha Saver invests half the money that Paul the procrastinator did and thus had significantly more money. And I think it's really important that you label it like that, Samantha Saver, Paul procrastinator, because that's what they're going to remember five, 10 years, 15 years down the line. You know you've done a good job at this dinner if in 10 years they come back to you and say, I know, I know, dad, Paul the procrastinator versus Sam the saver, I got it, I remember. These next two steps are going to be introducing the concept of habits. So step two, we're gonna introduce the idea. The question you're going to ask is simply, what is a savings habit? That sounds super simple, but what you're gonna find is that it actually creates a great conversation. You're gonna hear them compare it to things like sports, having a habit as a, an athlete. What you won't hear is them comparing it to good eating habits. Why? Because that just gives support for everything you've been complaining about all these years. Don't spend too much time on this particular question. Just plant the seed, ask the question, and move on. What you're going to be doing as a parent behind the scenes once you get them in the habit of saving is you're gonna do things like really encourage that saving. We talked about a match and maybe say for every dollar that they put away, you're gonna match it a dollar. But that's after the fact, that's not something you wanna talk about at this dinner. You're really just actually encouraging them to one, save something, two, have a goal for saving, and then three, you want them to appreciate the experience of converting those savings into something that they actually wanted to buy. Let's go on to step three, which is giving them a little catchphrase that they're going to remember, hopefully for the rest of their lives. This part is designed to just give them a cute little saying that will be in the back of their head when they get into their real world and it comes time to sign up for that retirement plan at work. Here's what the question is. What does it mean to pay yourself first? Think about that. Most people, what they do is they spend first and then if and only if there's money left over, they save after that. What we're trying to do is to flip that paradigm in that they are saving first, treating it like a bill, and then spending any money that's left over. More like Samantha Saver, less like Paul Procrastinator. We're now right down the home stretch with step four. This is to answer that annoying question that kids sometimes ask of, when am I gonna use this in real life? Here's what you're going to ask. How do we save first? Stop, let them talk, let them think, let them answer. You already know what the answers are, and they usually are some combination of this. It's either your company retirement plan, where out of every paycheck, some of the money comes out and goes into your 401k, 403b, your SEP IRA, whatever that might be, or it might be something like automatic contributions on the first of every month that go from your checking account into, let's say, their 529 college savings account. Either of those examples are great responses to how do we use this in real life. What you're trying to do is just stress the importance of saving to your kids on every dollar they earn. And that can mean from their allowance to a job that they have. You can even stretch this to gifts that they have coming in from grandma and grandpa. Start small and then ramp it up. 
If you really want to be adventurous, you could do this. You could get a copy of your 401k or your just general investment statement and show them the activity that you're putting money in on a monthly basis, month after month after month. At the end of the day, here's what you want them to remember. Be Samantha Saver and not Paul Procrastinator. Pay yourself first. It's all about developing good habits. I hope you enjoyed our episode of Total Sense. A special thank you goes out to Verso Studios at the Westport Library. Tune in for our next Money Chat.